This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. His name is Al. His other name is Eddie. His Al is Eddie, and then there's me, and this is a podcast. Al, Eddie's gone. You're here. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I finally got all my microphones figured out. The warm-up show, which is coming up later, bit of a disaster. First segment, you had to do yourself. Second segment, I could barely be heard. And I think by the very end of the show, we got it figured out. Got it figured out with about 20 minutes to go. I thought it was all right. You handled it very maturely. Very maturely. I just complained like a little baby. <laughs> You're good a at that, bit. yes. They're very good at that. Yes. Uh, I have to go get my car inspected today, okay. unfortunately. Okay. And I was like, eh. You know, first of all, they always uh, they always used to tell you don't go the first couple days of the month and don't go the last couple days of the month. Are you one of these guys that actually goes to DMV for this? Yeah, where am I supposed to go? I go to go see Phil. You go to a shop. They do it for like forty bucks. They do in out see ya. I they have, just inspect my gone, car instead of going sitting sitting in that line sucking in all the fumes of everybody I, I'm waiting behind. I have behind. not gone to DMV for an inspection in really? probably twenty five years. Why don't I, I don't know why I don't do that. I don't know what to tell you. I'm a fool. Well, you're just wasting time. So I was thinking this. I was like, well, let's say I don't get my car inspected. What's the big deal? Nothing. So I, You'll get a ticket. My Google did. It says you could get a, a ticket between $100 and $200. Yeah. Then this one, Jerry. And possibly 30 days in jail. That's not true. <laughs> no, that's not true. You're not going <laughs> to get 30 days in jail. I might go to jail, Jerry. I'm a rebel. I have no. I have. I have now. Now that I'm. Now that mine is due, my car inspection. Every car I walk by on the street, I'm like, let me check this guy's sticker. Where? Um. When was it due? It's due this month, September. Oh, so you have a you have a nine on it. I have a yes. Okay, I just got my car inspected by Phil Service Station uh, yeah. two weeks ago. I had a four on mine. <laughs> you have April. Yeah. I got a fix. That's we're good. I just. Number one, I didn't notice, to be completely yeah, exactly. honest. I didn't even notice until about, I want to say, the last week of July. And then I put it on my to-do list, and I just forgot, and it just didn't go. And then finally, two weeks ago, I'm like, you know, I got a free day here. I need to get this thing inspected. I called him. I texted him. I said, can I bring it over for an inspection? No problem. Come on over. Done there used to be a time minutes. in New Jersey when you had to take your car every year to inspection. Right. Now you get two, three, or even four years, I believe, for the new I think cars. It, yeah. Th- well, actually, it's every two years for if you have a used car, but the new cars go five Is years. Is it five? Now. I thought it was yeah. four. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. That is really awesome. Then you but really then, forget. Exactly. I was going to say, by you think five years later, you're going you're gonna to remember? No. But when I was going to Middlesex County College in Kane College of New Jersey, I was commuting and living at home. I wasn't doing a lot of work, so I was home a lot. Right. I used to have to take everybody's car for inspection in my family. Because you were going right past it? No, because they figured they all had like real full-time jobs. Oh, I got My that. sister, my older sister, and my parents. So they'd all be like, can you take our car for inspection? Did they pay you? No, they didn't pay me. Oh. And I used to have to sit in that line all day long. Oh. And then if you failed something, you got to go back. Yes. What a waste of time. Total waste of time. And then what happens when you go to the shop, especially if you know them, they'll quite be like, listen, we'll pass you, but you got to you know, change this. It costs right. 20 extra bucks. Great. Do it. I should just do that. Around. I'm not going to go away at the Philly. He's too far away from me. Philly? Phil. Your friend oh. Phil. 
Yeah, no, that is too far now. You just need to find someone. I just that's Google close. Uh, State Inspection Center around yeah, here. That's all. I guarantee you'll find one within five miles. Nice. Yeah. I'd be like, can I just come in and buy the sticker? <laughs> I got news. For, well, never mind. <laughs> You're going to say they don't do that, but I think they do do that. I don't. I, some might. They shouldn't. You know, one time I went to, when I first moved back from Florida, I, I showed back up with my Honda Civic, and in Florida, I had all tinted windows. Which was, was very legal there. Which was legal and very, very uh, hot down there, so it's illegal to have super dark tinted windows. And I knew going in that that's not legal in New Jersey, but I, I wasn't sure what to do. I go through the thing. The guy goes, uh, this is at the New Jersey Inspection Center. He goes, you got illegal tint on your windows. I go, oh, yeah, I just came up from Florida. He goes, give me 40 bucks. I'll pass you. Really? Yeah. I go, okay. He goes, down at the end of the garage. Hand it, just wow. sneak it to me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, could, I, I can so, have another year of my tinted windows. So you just admitted you bribed a DMV employee. Yes. <laughs> bribed a DMV employee in 2001. How about that? What's the statute of limitations on that? Can we still put you in jail? <laughs> I hope it's a long time, Gary. <laughs> yeah, just a go new find th- a service station. You'll be good to go. I'm going to do that. All right. Uh, a new thing is going on here, especially with uh, women. I'm going to say women that are in their late 30s, early 40, 40s, and even 50s. Okay. And that is that uh, on their birthdays, they take a naked, uh, self, a naked photo of themselves where they're, they're covering up their nipples and their vagina, of course. But it's like they're just turned a certain way. It's in a way of celebrating their body on their birthdays. You know people doing this? Well, I mean, like celebrities do it. Like, for example, the latest one that I just saw, but I know I've seen this a lot lately, is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Now, Kelly Ripa's thinking of doing this. She has a birthday coming up. and uh, Kel- 50? Uh, I'm not sure what she's turning, but she, she screen grabbed a um, conversation she had with her daughter who is 19 and the daughter said to her do not pose nude on your birthday or i'm going to pose nude on my birthday (laughs) so i think we're going to get a whole bunch of nude rippers coming up jerry she's turning 49 49 yes good for her hey good for her hey good for you yeah well you know what that's kind of like when boomer wanted to do dancing with the stars and sydney said no yeah no it's embarrassing no if i would have known this when i was turning 50 last year i would have posed nude you could do it for 51. Oh, Instagram. Maybe 52. Why did you do that, Al? 52. I'll hold your junk. Of... <laughs> no, I, you don't hold your junk. You block your junk. Well, just hold it. By holding it, you'll block it. Yeah. I don't mean hold it in your hand. I mean hold it, meaning it's underneath. Oh, okay. Got it. There tuck you it. Go. Yeah. Just do the tuck, tuck rule? You like can... the tuck game? Well, I don't know if you want to tuck it. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. You know what you could do? Here's what you do. You go left leg down, right leg up on a chair. And then you're turning where your left cheek, your left facial cheek right. is facing the camera, and then your left hand covers your stuff, and then with your right hand, you flex to show all those dumbbells oh. you've been doing. Craig used to say that everyone has tried doing the thing from Silence of the Lambs, where you tuck your. I have not. Me neither. I have not done. I that. would ne- Where you tuck your junk behind you and. Move your legs forward so it looks like you have lady parts. I can honestly say I've never done that. Me neither. And I've tried a lot of weird things by myself. And admit admits that, yes. Right. I have not tried that. That looks painful, first of all. I don't know if it's painful. It's just I don't know weird. how you push it all back there. Like, where did the, where did the nuts go? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> how do it do it is the real question, Jerry. I don't know. It seems we like don't it gets smushed somewhere. Yes. That's what I think. Yeah. I'm out on that. <laughs> A new survey is out. Survey I don't, says. This is a strange one. It says four in 10 Americans. Now, they're not saying men or women. They're yeah. saying four in 10 Americans, 40%, say they've never had an orgasm. So four in 10 women have never had an orgasm. Right. It has to be a woman, right? Uh, All would, men have you, had orgasms. You would think. You would Even think. if you don't want one, it happens sometimes in your sleep. <laughs> Even if you were like, I'm going to take a vow to not do that. <laughs> oh, man. Your body releases What were the ages, did they say? Or was it just adults? Adults. That's got to be I, all women. It has to be. I don't, do I, think, and I don't even know if I believe that, to be honest. Do you think when women can have an orgasm that it's all in their head? That's what they say. That is what they say. Uh, it could be part of it. I don't know. 
They say, Jerry, that sex is a, has more to do with the brain than your private parts. It's not animalistic? Not animalistic. Well, okay, you know why? Because we have two, our brains are too advanced. I think everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody is wired a different way. Like animals have no shame. They will have sex wherever, with whatever. And there are people that will do that too. And there are, you're right. There are, and you must have people in your life or come across people in your life mm-hmm. that are, some are very prudish, yes. won't even discuss it. Others love talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then there are others that will do it right in front of you. Not that right. extreme, but you know what I mean. Yes. I'm sure you know people like that of You're all right. different types. Right. It takes all different types, Jerry. So I guess four out of ten, four out of ten is a big number. I don't believe that. I do, uh, same four I out of ten is a very big number. That's forty yeah. percent. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't did buy the math it. on that. Nah, that's wrong. And did they? What they have to do? Fifteen hundred people Probably. to get the number proper? Yes. Nah. Yes. I say that number is yes. more like two. I would say one or one and a half out of ten. Right. Yeah. Let's do our own study, Jerry. Let's just ask people tomorrow. Twitter poll. Every caller. Twitter poll. You ever have an orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, if I put up a Twitter poll, I have would. You, you ever know what? had an orgasm? Here's how it you would could do it. A hundred percent. I would think so. And here's how you could do it. You link the story to it, so it doesn't look like you're being an ass. Yeah, that's the one weird thing with Twitter. You can't do a poll and link a story. I'd have to. Oh, is that I true? guess I could do a double tweet, though. Like, I could tweet the story, then tweet a yes. poll about it. And then this way, there's context to why All you're right. putting that poll out there. That's a good idea. I like that one. I'm, I'm just putting s- my poll out here. I don't... Okay. I don't think it'll come back 100%. I think it'll come right. back in the 90s. Right. That's what I think. Mm. I'm going to get a lot of, who Who hasn't had that? <laughs> what else are you doing today? You're good. <laughs> I did tell you about that inspection that's that I got to get done. Oh, that's true. I knew you said you were doing it. I know you were doing Yeah, I got to do that today. Yeah, okay. But they say not to go on the, the, Again, the first couple days. Again, you go to a service area. You're fine. Yeah. I'm going to Google matter. that. I'm going to Google. You're going to go sit and waste a full day, aren't you? No, I will not. Okay. I'm hoping like I'm going to go up there. There's going to be no one there. Or you could just go to a service station. Right. If I could just pull up like a Jiffy Lube type where you pull in and get it done, I would do that in a heartbeat. Right. Well, certain places will do it. Like like uh, Mavis does inspections. They do? Yeah. At least the you one by me. car stuff. The one by me did. Yeah. Mavis Discount Auto? Yeah. Mavis, discount parts. Discount America's tire. dis, discount tire. Yep. America's discount tire, tire store. store. There you go. All yeah. right. Where do well, you? Maybe live? I'll do that then. Let's I'm in uh, Bradley Beach. Yeah, I forgot about that tire near Bradley Beach. And all you got to do is and mm-hmm. see if they have well, it. If they did that, Jerry. I would pay. I would pay one hundred dollars to not go. I don't think. I, don't, I honestly think it's seventy bucks. All right. I don't know if you got Mavis. One. Hmm. You got one what in are Neptune? you googling? You have one Neptune, in Neptune. That's close. Yeah, that's not bad. Neptune's, Neptune sounds like one of those cities that used to be underwater. You got one in Wall too. Okay. Is that closer to you? Uh, Neptune might be closer. Neptune. To me. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're underwater. I think they're good. Hmm. Okay. So I think you're good to go. I'm gonna do that then, Jerry. Yeah. And then I'll report here tomorrow in detail for one hour how it went. Okay. Fair enough. Well, you can even schedule an appointment. Oh. Oh. Yep. I would just make sure this one does it because I don't know if they all do. I'm going to investigate that. First, I'm going to walk the dog. Then I'm going to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. While I'm doing that, I will investigate inspections. There you go. And if not, find somewhere else to go. All right. Fair enough, Jerry. That's all I got today. All right. Well, you have a great day. You do as well, Jerry. Tomorrow's Wednesday. It's the morning after Yankees playoffs. Ooh, my prediction. Let's do our quick predictions. Yankees in three. No, no, this for tomorrow's game, for tonight's game. Oh. So when we come in to do the warm-up show tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. when it goes off, are you going to say we had an oppressive uh, Garrett Cole and the Yankees win or that Bieber, we knew he was tough. Now you got to get these other two games. I think Yankees win a low-scoring game. Mm, I think Cleveland wins a low-scoring game. Oh, okay. Well, we've we've got a bet then. We've got ourselves that we call that a gentleman's bet. A gentleman's wager. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow then with that gentleman's wager at 5 a.m. Warm up is next. 
sur Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content. Well, you know, that's not really true today because today we are going to be wall-to-wall Stanley Cup Finals. The Lightning are champions. Al Dukes from Bradley Beach, your take is... Good morning, Al. How are you, sir? Al doesn't sound so good. Matter of fact, he's quite faint. Am I hearing this correctly, Eddie? Uh, meaning nothing, yeah. Yes. All right, well, we will get Al straightened out. I believe Al's got new equipment today, so... He does. I dropped it off yesterday. <laughs> Clearly, then that is not working. <laughs> and um, I... Uh, yeah, that's right. I have no text from Mr. Dukes. Well, that's all right. We, we will get Al uh, figured out here momentarily. I can't wait to find out his take on the Tampa Bay Lightning, who he probably isn't sure won the Stanley Cup last night. But that's just fine. We will get into that. We have a lot, actually, to go over uh, with Al. I'm not sure where he will take us this morning because you look at the show sheet that he put together, not a whole lot of fun stuff. It's actually a lot of sports, which is not a terrible thing, as we have the Yankees ready to go tonight. Oh, is he ready, Eddie? Well, he says he's here and that he hears us. Right, but we don't hear him. No, we do not. Right, so we will work on that as we get set yeah. for <laughs> Yankees baseball later tonight. You know, it's funny. I was listening to Sal this morning driving in, as I usually do. John Jastrzemski as well, JJ after Doc. And it is interesting when you look at what we've got in the next couple of days. If you are a baseball fan, get ready for it because you've got four games today and then tomorrow there are eight games. And what's weird is, you know, you want to keep an eye on every game I don't love the way baseball did it on one hand because you're going to have games overlapping one hour after the next. But at the same time, it is going to be wall-to-wall baseball. If you can figure, it's almost like you need it's like you need red zone for MLB uh, on Wednesday. Not so much today, but on Wednesday for sure with games starting, I believe, as early as noon and then starting as late as 10 o'clock with the Dodger game. You've got the Yankees and the Dodgers that will pretty much be standalone games uh, tomorrow, but uh, you know, listening to Aaron Boone there on the clip from Brad Heller, who played it at the top of the hour, yeah, the Yankees are going to face probably or arguably the best pitcher in baseball this year in Shane Bieber. So excited for that, no question about it. And here we go with the NHL wrapping up last night. You got the NBA starting the finals tomorrow night, and baseball starting this sprint to the finish after the 60-game season. This playoff format should be fun. You know, it depends. I think if you're, you know, a fan of one of the top teams and you look at, you know, you had a nice 60 games, you want to get bounced in two games, you're probably not going to be thrilled. If you're one of the fans of the bottom teams, you can look at it this way. Go win two games and you advance. A team like the Marlins uh, would be one for sure. A team like the Reds would be another. Teams that had good seasons but not necessarily favored to really do much, they have a chance to advance. Uh, Football-wise, quickly, you know, this is Patrick Mahomes. We played clips yesterday during the show with Boomer and Geo from Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, and he made the comment that a billion dollars might not be enough money to pay Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, if you watched this kid last night, and this is not breaking any ground, I understand. This is not new news or anything like that. Boomer's been on Patrick Mahomes for, you know, several years now, from the time he came into the studio. He is, God, he might be the best football player in a short sample, because it's only been a few years. He might be the best I've ever seen. You know, I thought my entire life growing up, Barry Sanders was the best football player in my lifetime. I didn't see anybody. I didn't see Jim Brown. I didn't see Gail Sayers. There's certainly, you know, a lot of players in yesteryear that I'm not old enough to have seen. But when you look at, you know, they say Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. Sure, at the quarterback position, yes. Um, Patrick Mahomes might be that, actually. He might surpass him because he does things on the football field that just make your head spin. There are scrambles. There are runs. There are throws that this kid makes that are absolutely mind-boggling. And last night, you know, you go into a Monday night game to wrap up week three, and you're thinking, look at this. We've got another AFC championship preview type of game. we got Mahomes. we got Lamar Jackson. This thing's going to be a barn burner. And you're looking at 27-10 at halftime. At that point, he had already thrown for over 250 yards. He had already surpassed 10,000 career yards in just 34 NFL starts. And it was like no contest. And while Lamar Jackson is a dynamic player and he is outstanding, no one is saying anything to the contrary, and he certainly ran it well last night, 
you know, not so good through the air last night. Whereas Mahomes is, you know, different receivers, long drives, short drives, quick scoring strikes. He is just everything and then some. And I forget who it was looking at some of the post-game sound and some of the sound bites. There were players out there that were pretty much echoing what Martindale had said. The guy's worth a billion dollars, if not more. I mean, he just means everything to the franchise. And the other thing you love about him is he just seems like a good kid. You know, not that that matters a whole bunch to certain fans. You just want to see your team go out and win. But in the grand scheme of things, when you want a new face for your league, and let's be honest, he is the face of the NFL now. He has surpassed, I think, everybody uh, in that regard. You know, not only do you have an outstanding football player, one of the best, at least he is starting to be that way, you would think is one of the best we might ever see. But to be a good kid as well, it's everything you want. And I'll tell you, that marriage between him and Andy Reid, incredible. You think about where Andy Reid came from and the job he did in Philadelphia, and Andy Reid was a damn good coach in Philly. They never won the Super Bowl until he left, obviously. But, boy, they had a lot of good seasons. And for Andy Reid, who some would have said, you know, didn't accomplish enough, maybe was overrated, couldn't win the big game, you see now you give him a player of this caliber, man, there's no stopping this team. They're really – well, I shouldn't say that. Injuries can stop anything, and injuries could certainly stop them. But right now, you tell me who's beating this team. You know – you don't see 16-0 teams very often in life. We saw the Patriots do it. They didn't win the Super Bowl. I would not be stunned, nor would anybody, I think, if this team has a perfect regular season and then just dances through the, through the postseason into the Super Bowl. They are that good. They really are offensively about as much fun. That's the other thing, too. It's not only that they're good. You know, you can be really good and boring. This team is really good and as exciting to watch as any team as I've ever seen, and that's mostly him. As good as their wideouts are, as good as they've got running back by committee, and they're good there, and they've got a great kicker, blah, 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 blah. It's the throws this kid makes. It's the plays he makes with his feet. I mean, just outstanding, outstanding stuff, and a lot a lot of fun to watch. And I believe, I believe they play New England on Sunday in Kansas City. So you're going to have the old guard and Cam Newton against the new up-and-comer, uh, and Patrick Mahomes, and he's not even up on, an up-and-comer anymore. I mean, he is it. But you just think about where Cam Newton was four or five years ago, NFL MVP, and the way his size, his speed, his strength, all of that. It was like a linebacker playing quarterback. Well, here he is with the Patriots on this one-year deal looking looking to prove it, looking to make his 30 or $40 million a year. And now he's going to go up against Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. You know, there have been... I know a lot of people, I think the word J.J. used the other day was on his uh, Sunday uh, gambling show, or maybe it was Friday night, whatever it was, that it was a juicy Sunday of games. It seems like every week, because the league is littered with stars, that you've got quote-unquote juicy games, and that's about as good as we get. I mean, that will be something to see Newton and the Patriots going to Kansas City to play them. Not quite as good as, you know, in the playoffs a couple of years ago, but still pretty damn good. And then, of course, there's the Jets and the Giants, who, yeah, we're, we're, we're three games in. we got two 0-3 football teams. And there's one story that I just read on WFAN.com uh, that said a better – how about this bet? So we always hear – I think we, we usually hear when these betters win or when they get close. So one guy bet half a million dollars on Daniel Jones to throw for 244 yards on Sunday, which in this day and age of the NFL doesn't seem like a ton. It just doesn't. Guys routinely throw for 300 yards. Daniel Jones has, in his brief time as quarterback, has absolutely shown the ability to do that on an every week basis. He put half a million dollars on Jones to throw for 244 and a half yards, and he threw for 180 or something like that. So that was a a big loss. And another better, I believe, took the Giants plus four and a half at half a million dollars. I mean, I get you have a lot of money, but that just seems like silly. While we all like the Giants and thought they had a chance to win, I wouldn't have risked 500 bucks, let alone half a million. So you see those stories come out and you see the parlay stories come out and who loses on the Cardinals and Lions late. 
You know, it's, it's stories like that that just make you scratch your head. But anyway, so the Giants uh, do play on Sunday, as we know. The Jets, though, open things up on Thursday night. And you've got the whispers. I heard Boomer talking about this with G yesterday. You've got the whispers now all of a sudden about the head coach. You know, when the, when the owner comes out week two and is giving the head coach a vote of confidence, your thought has got to be already? Like, we're doing this now? And so we're two weeks or a week and a half later You've lost two bad games, and it's not even so much that they're losing. It's that they're getting buried each week. You know, the Colt game is a 7-7 game after one on Sunday. And from that point forward, you talk about just giving you nothing, and you want to say, well, the quarterback was bad. There's no question about it. He was. He gift-wrapped 14 points and took seven away from what they should have had. Absolutely right. But there are other issues with this team. And then you always come back to this. And I don't know if Adam Gase is a good coach. I have no idea. I can tell you the sample size is horrendous. So perhaps you are what you are, as Bill, Be- uh, Bill Parcells once said. But you look at this team and, and the roster. I mean, just go back. Eddie, who was the college coach who was mocking the roster the other day? We played the clip. Was it Lane Kiffin? Lane Kiffin, yeah. I mean, when you've got college coaches that mock the roster from afar, you sit there and say, how much is how much is it of what the team has been constructed to be, how much is it the coach? How much is it a combination of the two? And if you fire Gase, and that's fine. I think most Jet fans want that, and I understand that. Where are you going from here? Does that now mean Greg Williams is the head coach? Does that now mean you're looking towards the future with another quarterback? Does that now mean you want the team to go 0-16, 1-15 to get that number one pick? You really want to change again? Is there someone in the organization that actually thinks Sam Darnold might be a good quarterback? Does Joe Douglas watch the film and say, he stinks? You know, it really depends on what the thinking is on the inside. And I don't necessarily believe that the coach has to be tied to the quarterback or the coach and GM have to be tied together. I think it's about getting the proper collection of players at the right time. But right now, the Jets are a complete mess. And you don't, you know, the last thing you want is a football season to be over before October ends. Well, we've got two teams right now that are on the verge of having their football seasons over before September ends. Now, the Giants are different from this standpoint. Al might be with us. Al, are you there? Can you hear me, Jerry? I don't hear you great, but I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Come on. You're good. No, I mean, listen, I got you. Let me just finish the thought real quick. Okay. While the Giants' season might be over sooner rather than later, here's what they have. They have the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Redskins. They all stink, so they get a little bit more time. The Jets will not. Al, how are you, sir? Hi, Jerry. Why would they take something that was working so well this for four months, five months, and change my equipment out? Why would they do that? Uh, You tell me. I have no idea. I have no idea why they would do that. So they gave me an absolutely dead microphone. So this is my Al's Boring Podcast microphone. Sounds awesome. I have it jacked as high as it will We go. can tell, yes. But oh, the, you can? But the good news is we can hear you. But can you barely hear me? No, we can hear you. You know, uh, we can is also hear the ocean. Loud? We can hear the ocean uh, waves crashing. Well, there, uh, that you shouldn't hear because there's no windows open or anything. Yeah, that's my point. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> well, listen. Here's the positive news. We're not on for four hours, and we can hear you. Yeah, but can you? am I distorted? No, you're good. You're not, totally good. Not distorted. There's just uh, because I got you jacked all the way up. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's that, that hiss that bring, you know, you bring up the hiss. How about this? Is this fair to say, Eddie? It sounds better than a Zoom call. Yes. Like for these yeah, coaches. No one wants to hear this. Well, I do. I mean, you've got a lot of good stuff Eddie, to talk about. Let's try, Eddie, who uses this channel 62? This is Boomers. That's why I suggested that one. You want to try 69 again? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me go down to 69. Right, why don't we do this? Since 69. it's already 517, let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to have a new and improved Al Dukes. All and right. if not, we'll just put Whimsy on Mike. Fair enough? Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, it's the warm-up show. Sort of just getting started. Boomer and Geo at 6 here on The Fan. Don't go away. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. I mean, this is going awesome. All right, 523 on The Fan. It is the warm-up show, and we are getting you set for Boomer and Geo at 6. Usually I give you this big introduction, Al down in Bradley Beach, but Al's ticked, and so we'll just say, good morning, Al. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Can you hear me now? Yes, you're fine. You're good. I'm not fine. 
Let's be honest. It's they can hear you, so we're good. It's better than being on a phone line. I guess, but you know what was even better? The equipment I had for four months <laughs> that was working great. Yes, it was. You sounded go, you crystal clear. This, things have been going so smooth. Let's change out your equipment. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. This I'm with you. Working. I agree. I totally agree. They and, always like they, they, nothing could ever just be. Like we always have to like change things. Up. This was not um, an FAN thing. This was a, a CBS thing. But why isn't an FAN thing? Why don't I have a WFAN? Well, conference? okay, that's the larger issue. Why do we rely on borrowing things from other yes. companies? Yes, that's the bigger I'll issue. I'll go buy one. Well, I don't know that you want to buy one. I don't know that you want to do that. Why? Because they're like four grand. Okay. No, you, you know what you have to go buy is a headset mic. I don't have to buy a headset mic. It's not. It's not the microphones. There's. I've used all different microphones. This one you could actually hear at some point. So it's not the micro. It's and plus it's we've used your podcast equipment. It's fine. Exactly. My podcast, as usual, my podcast equipment is better than the radio station's equipment. Jerry suggests maybe it is a setting or something, perhaps on the unit with the headset setting. Jerry, help. I, There's no headset setting. Oh, it's really? just it's not the headset. Trust me, it's the microphone input. All right then. The XLR, if I may speak technically to the audience who wants to murder me at this point. <laughs> it's the XLR. I think the audience enjoys this, actually. Yes. <laughs> You're frustrated. Yes. You sound like crap. <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen, look at it this way. I took a 14-minute nap right before we came on, not expecting to have to do 15 minutes by myself. Right. So we can both be pissed. <laughs> if this happened the opposite way and your microphone wasn't working, I'd be like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> I can't talk by myself. You can, though. That's the thing. 15 minutes. Yes, you can. You live by yourself. You must talk to yourself all the time. I do. Now I talk to my dog. But I would have done exactly like what all the new talk show hosts do. I have my show sheet in front of me of like various topics. I would have blasted her. I'd have been like, Eric Cole, I'll play uh, – pitches tonight patrick mahomes last night i would have done like an update <laughs> all right time to take a break it's 506 <laughs> <laughs> now what do i do well you expand on those thoughts and i was all excited just say jerry I, I i did one of my quarterback rushing touchdown bets did you have mahomes i did look at you and even before i fell asleep on the couch that bet had paid now off. what did that I, don't, I didn't see what those numbers were ten dollar bet paid uh paid 105 that's pretty good I'm yeah. telling you, you should stop with the the parlay right. thing and come up with you know, like Al's five. I don't even know what you would call it, but like five different prop bets. Five prop bet, yeah. Al's five prop bets of the week. Al's five dollar prop bets of the week, something yeah, like I that. Could, I could do things like you know, quarterbacks to score a touchdown. I could do quarterbacks to throw two touchdowns. Yeah. You know what I found was weird, like in these uh, prop bets. That the number of touchdowns for a quarterback to throw, the over-under seems so low, and then it barely makes it. Yeah, well, it's also like I was saying before when, when you were underwater. Um, there was a prop bet for Daniel Jones to throw for 244. Yeah. And some guy bet $500,000 on the over, and he only threw for 179. But I'm with you. 244 against a banged-up San Francisco defense I would have made sense to me. Yeah, and, and uh, the Tom Brady bet, the a game... Week two, you know, Brady had not a great week one. Yeah. Right? So week two, I was like, oh, Brady's going to go off. I want. I was looking for something where I could bet like that he throws three touchdowns. And yeah. All I could find was the over under one and a half. Wow. So he goes right down the field, boom, throws a touchdown pass. None the rest of the game. Amazing, isn't it? Right. And just like last night, the over The under, over under, a half point off, I know. The over under was 50, 54 and a half, and these two teams come on for freaking 54 points. Now, the kicker missed a bunch of, right, the Chiefs kicker. There was a missed PAT, I think, on the first touchdown. And not only that, if you think of it, too, they had 37 at the half. Right. And you've got to be sitting there thinking, no problem. Right. (laughs) And you don't get much in the second half. But that's where, you know, listen, we can highlight it when they're spot on. There are certainly plenty of games when they're not spot on. Right. But it it is remarkable when they hit it so close. Yes. Or right to the number. Or, as you say, something seems... It's kind of like the one that I did on Sunday I told you about. With the three receivers going for over 70 yards receiving and Ezekiel Elliott to run for 70 yards. Right. Like, I would have thought, okay, fine. I'm going to give this a shot. Elliott for 70, that's easy. You know, 
two of the three receivers, yeah, no problem. It's going to be that third receiver. Can he get over 70? And instead, all three receivers hit the number in the third quarter, and Elliott ran for like two yards. It's very bizarre how they know this. Who knows? Like, who picks the – Who are these people? Who sets the over-under? I don't know. I don't know. I know there's like some war room in Vegas, I think, where they set all these numbers. A war room in Vegas? You know what I'm saying. All these computers and TVs and, yeah – all you know what stat I found out? I found very interesting that I saw just a little while ago. There's a um, a Twitter handle called NFL Research that I follow. So it said Lamar Jackson. Now again, he's not 35. He hasn't been around all that long. But when trailing at the half, he's 0 and 10. Isn't that interesting? That uh, interesting to note, I would say, Jerry. And the Chiefs are like the opposite. Well, they don't right. lose. Well, but they get down big and come back. But not, not only that, how about the fact that we've got two teams in New York that have won how many games in the last two years? Not many. And the Chiefs have won 12 straight games. Is that right, 12 straight games? Yeah, because you go back to the postseason last year, you got the 3-0 start this year. It's really it's remarkable. As I was saying before, like, all right, they're playing the Patriots this week. I fully expect the Chiefs to win. Like, show me a game on their schedule that you don't think they're going to win. Well, this would have been one where you'd be like, oh, questionable, Ravens, yes. awesome offense. Now that they've got this one, check it off, move on. Show me a game that they should lose. Right. I don't think there's a game they won't be favored in the rest of the way. They have to be. Super Bowl champs, they just won in Baltimore convincingly, and they have the best player on the planet. And a damn good coach, oh, by the way. And then when I was watching uh, this morning, I got up, I watched the condensed game, and I see all these. I, I felt like it was constantly Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. And then I looked. He had six catches, which is a lot, but it wasn't for a ton of yardage. Right. It felt like a lot more. And how about that bomb he that uh, Mahomes threw in this? I think it was the second quarter. He just heaved that ball up. That was the one, if you looked on Twitter, people. Oh, yeah. You're right, exactly. Uh, the kids, he's spectacular. There's nothing else to say. He is he is that good in everything else. He's spectacular. He is. He actually exceeds expectations. And he's fun to watch. That was the one thing I was saying, too, when you were you know trying to come up for air. Um, <laughs> it's not only that they're good. They are fun and they're good. Like, right. you turn a Chief game on, you know you're going to be entertained. Like, you know, there are certain teams that are really good. They win a lot, but they're boring. This team is like, they're a show. You yeah, know, it was like the old Ravens team that was very good. They were boring. Yeah, well, they were defensively, they were a defensive-minded team, and they were boring. They won low-scoring games. This, to me, is more like different, but more like when you watched the Rams with Kurt Warner. You knew they were going to score a million points. It was going to be quick-paced up and down the field. They Now, the Chiefs do it differently, but it's similar in that you look forward to watching them. I used to love going to the sports bar in the Kurt Warner era with the uh, Rams. And you'd like get your beer, and maybe you'd order some wings, and then you'd look up; it'd be twenty-one <laughs> in the first what quarter. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You're absolutely right. And just to correct, they're zero and nine. The Ravens since two since Jackson drafted in 2018, the Ravens zero and nine after trailing at halftime. Mm. That's I don't know why that surprised me. I didn't realize that. Mm. So interesting. I, thinking, I know this morning, uh, later on today, is the first Yankee playoff game in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Cole, Shane Bieber, as you told us yesterday, Jerry. Right on. Then I was like, when was that Midges game? Because that's all everyone so talks I, about. I, all right, don't tell me because I was talking to my son about this. We were talking about. Um, this is when Jabba Chamberlain was attacked by, yeah, and by Joe, those bugs on the mound. And Joe Torrey took a beating for not either protesting the game or yeah. you know arguing to get his team pulled off the field. So we were going over because we mentioned he made something, some reference about the Marlins making the playoffs. And I said, well, you know, they have won the World Series a couple of times. And I mentioned the 2003 season. Then we were talking about the Yankees collapsed to the Red Sox in 04. So I was trying to think, was the Midges game, because I think they lost to the Tigers in six or seven. Was the Midges in 05 or 06? 07. It was seven. Okay. So was the Tigers series... When he put A-Rod, like, seventh in the order, that must have been 06 then. i got to look it up. It's, it all blends. So that was 07. So that was 13 years ago. Yeah. Hmm. And that so was it for Torrey. Because then Girardi, uh, 08, didn't make the playoffs. Right. And then he won it in 09. That's right. How about that? The Midges. The Midges, which I had never heard of out. before that night. Me neither. I never heard of them again. What if Garrett Cole gets attacked by midges tonight? Oh, 
then we'll know someone did something. If there's a bunch of bugs out on that mound. They planted midges. Midges, yeah. <laughs> and they, they released little... them when the Yankees take the field. <laughs> yeah, right under the mound. <laughs> right in the okay. bottom of the eighth when the Yankees are up 2-1. <laughs> they put a midges nest right under the right, toe in the slab, Jerry. Right under the slab. They're going after uh, Chapman in the ninth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chapman's being attacked by midges. You never know. We've seen some weird things in baseball. It's certainly possible. I remember watching that game because we had just started – the morning show with Boomer and the Carton on uh, in, in 07. Oh, right. So I was like, I guess I'm going to have to watch sports now. And <laughs> I remember putting a game on it. Like, it's just, they just kept showing Jabba's fat neck sweating with bugs on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that was disgusting. <laughs> How long did you last watching the sports? Oh, I was, I'm, I'm into sports now, Jerry. I'm, I'm a big, just kidding. Big time sports guy. Well, you're a talk show host now. You got to break it down. That's right. Although the, I think they're trying to doom me with this equipment they keep giving me. Well, hopefully one day we'll see your face again, like here. I have here. another idea. I'm going to try to change out. You know what I'm going to change out? The um, the Ethernet cable. I don't think that's going to do What are your do thoughts anything. on that one? I don't the think that's going to do anything. There's <laughs> there's no mic gain on these units. No mic gain, right. That's a no, I guess. I wonder yeah. what kind of unit did you get? I got the, the, the same one. The exact same one that they took back. They gave me another another one that huh. looks just like it. Makes so no sense. This is awesome. It's yeah, be awesome. It's not awesome. No, and it keeps anytime I try to uh, uh, go into settings, that freezes. No, oh, why well, would reboot? Yeah, you might want to not do that until ten o'clock. Reboot. All right, let's take a break while you reboot or right, change so. out your Ethernet cable or something. Or maybe it, Al, you can try it once the the uh, Boomer and Geo start. That's maybe true. there I'll you go. Keep, while they're like breaking it out, you'll hear me going testing, testing. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave you up so it'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll know. Can you hear me now? 25 in front of six. It's the warm-up show taking you to six o'clock in Boomer NGO. This portion brought to you by Ray Katina Mercedes-Benz of Edison. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, 542. Nice to have you with us on a Tuesday morning, week three in the NFL, wrapping up last night. <laughs> As the Chiefs beat the Ravens. Is Al there in the Atlantic Ocean? What about now? How about that? Now you sound good. What did you do? Uh, I went into some sort of settings and oh, settings. I was just clicking some things around, and uh, I found something. Yes, I would say so. You're crystal clear <laughs> again. Really? Yes. Would you say? Let me ask you this: Does this sound like I sounded yesterday? Yes. You went from a you went from a one on a scale really? of one to ten back to a ten. Yeah. Now there is a slight change. Uh, the mic sounds a little different. Not bad at all. Not better okay. or worse. But there is a slight difference in the mic sound because you're using a different mic. So, but someone's uh, someone's trying to sabotage my career. Hello. Yeah, you're still on. Oh, just no reaction. Jerry, did you see Cam Newton's nickname for Bill Belichick? Holla Bill or something like that. Dalla Dalla Bill, y'all. There you go. Now, what is that from? That's I just. Know, that's, what I, think that's from a, I think it's from a song. I, oh. I feel like I know dollar dollar bill, y'all. And if not, you can create one. Yeah, Cam Newton says that uh, people try to give him nicknames. They never stick. He's the nickname giver, Jerry. You don't give him a nickname. He gives you a nickname. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Is it, boy, you did that fast. Jesus. I had that already. Oh, really? Yeah. From so what? I've said that before? Uh, evidently. <laughs> dollar dollar bills, y'all. You sound so weird, too. <laughs> like you were sucking helium or something. <laughs> I wonder that what song Dolly dollar bills, y'all. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. I wonder what that's from. All right, I'll find it in two seconds. Lyrics. No, it just it pops Lyrics. right up. Dollar dollar. Yeah, it's... Uh, y'all. Well, we sound old right now. Why Clef Jean? Jean. <laughs> this says it's from a, a song called Money by Coolio. Okay. I Dollar, got, and it's called Dollar Bill, y'all. <laughs> Listen to us. And then I've got one by Wyclef Jean. <laughs> that was released Wyclef in 07. Jean. Yeah. Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all is the name of the song. This must be one of those one of those lyrics that shows up in a lot of rap songs. Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all. I guess. Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all. Where did the phrase originate? Let's see. I'm trying to find the, the song Sweetest Girl, Dollar Ooh. Bill by Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean. Looks like the most recent song. Wyclef Jean. Yes. It was also, let's see, the chorus is a reference to the song by, by, by Wu-Tang Clan. Ooh, the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Also leads Wu-Tang. us back to 1983 when Jimmy Spicer released a song by the name Money. Money. 
Dalla Dalla Bill, y'all. There you go. All right. Do you see this weird story about uh, Delonte West, former yeah, NBA this is, player? Yeah, this is not a new story. He is it's not. No, he. Well, no. I mean, what's happened recently and Mark Cuban to it. going and getting him is new, and him on the road with the with the sign the other day, and Doc Rivers referencing it. That's obviously all new, but his life turned for the worst a long time ago financially. So Delonte West was a, a an NBA player. Yep. Uh, a fun guy. He used to be. Uh, Jim Rome used to play a bunch of clips of him, talking about that he would make the uh, the rookies get him donuts and bring right. them. And, and he used to play this clip where it was Delonte West going, "Better have my donuts." <laughs> That's what he required of the rookies. But I guess he's uh, he suffers from a bipolar. Yeah. And he's now, I guess, homeless. Was on the side of the road uh, begging for money and. Uh, in, in the Dallas area, and uh, Mark Cuban went to get him yesterday to try to get him help. Yes. They it's a very sad. Rehab. It is yeah. a very sad story. He's broke. I mean, this guy made a lot of money, too, in his career. Yeah. He was also— and Not long ago. No, not long ago. He was also, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he the player that the rumor was he slept with LeBron James's mom? Yes. Yeah. That was—people pretty much said that was confirmed. Well, and by people, I mean, I think Bob Dwyer, who works with us, said, yeah, I think so. Let's see. Career so I took earnings. that as my. Let me look at that. So I took that as my uh, as my source. He didn't make it. Well, I mean, they make as much relative to NBA players. Correct. He made 14 or 15 million dollars in his career. Right. Now he's on the side of the road. Yeah. So it's sad. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I saw that Mark Cuban went and got him. I think he nice played for Cuban. Cuban for a while, too. Yeah, in in uh, Dallas. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. I guess you bring him, get him as much help as you can, and hope he can straighten his life out and get the help he needs. Well, he's a. I guess Mark Cuban's going to pay for his rehab. Okay. And then hopefully there's a good story at the end of this. I love a good redemption story. A good redemption. What's your favorite yeah, like, one? My favorite redemption story. I actually, th- I actually put Michael Vick on the redemption story list. That's fair. Like I feel like, and I hate. I couldn't imagine like hitting my dog right let alone doing what he did right right. but i legitimately think he changed his entire outlook on that and changed his way of thinking i actually think that's a redemption story i don't disagree with you came back played in the league was not the same player but was good enough to still be on the field did play afterwards and has had a post playing career in tv now Right. Is he still on that early Fox pregame show? I don't know. I know he still does some stuff for for Fox. Okay, so then and he some, still has the job. Some people will never forgive him for what he did. No question. Of course. But, uh, yeah, I do feel like that was a guy who legitimately changed. I would, That was one of the, you know, it's funny when you go back and you think about whether we talk about the Mike and the Mad Dog days or just the history of this radio station, certain topics that were basically took over the radio station for days, if not weeks. You had the Dale Earnhardt crash, right, Eddie? Right, it was Dale, yeah, it was Dale, the Dale Earnhardt crash that just consumed this radio station for days and days and days. And the Michael Vick stuff was a huge topic to where, like, you couldn't get away from it. And the calls would just come in. And people were angry. And then you'd have the people defending. I mean, it was really, it was something. And you're right. There are some people that will never forgive that. He had that one Monday night game, though, when he came out and he was on the Eagles where he was just launching bombs and blowing some out of the Redskins. Through some of the prettiest long balls you'll ever see. Pretty balls. Yes. He had those. <laughs> Jamal Adams, I see, it says he has a first-degree groin strain. Yeah, he play, He didn't play much first of the fourth degree. quarter on Sunday, if not all of the fourth quarter. I'm not exactly sure when he went out of that game against the Cowboys, but they kept showing him. He was like he was coaching on the sideline down the stretch. And there was one where he pointed to one of his players. He was pointing to his groin area, which is where the confusion comes, G, when we don't exactly know where the groin is because he was pointing to his area. My groin. So first degree, that doesn't sound great. When you do degrees like that, the higher the degree of the worse it is. The worst, yeah. So first degree would be just uncomfortableness. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. ID Channel. Fourth degree First degree murder as opposed to fourth degree. Ooh, first degree is. But see there, first degree murder, I think, is is the worst. Right. So same thing with the groin. So first degree groin is the worst? Yeah, it's got to be worse than third degree, yeah. No, third degree burns are the worst. Right. Oh, is that true? Third degree Yeah, so it's like, burns. you know, purposely, they confuse us on purpose. It's like when they go, um, well, why do we tested, do that? 
I he don't. tested positive for coronavirus, and you go, "Oh, that's good, positive." No, no it's no, not. But it's bad. You want to test negative. Positive is negative. Negative is positive. Correct. Like, who came up with this language? Yeah, I don't know. Who are these people? It's even like you got the guys on the Rays, Tampa Brandon Rays. Lau and Nate Lowe, or Nate Lowe or dude, Lau and Brand, whatever. They spell their name the same way, L O W E, and we pronounce it differently. One's low, one's Lau. Yes. Low Lau. Why? That would be like someone that's got the same name you have, and someone calls them Ducks, and you're Dukes. Ducks. That Al makes Ducks. no sense. Yeah, the language is stupid. You know. Jazz Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm. Very confusing. <laughs> it's just confusing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they had two players with the same name. Two guys, same spelling. I about the fact we lose it in the nonsense, but the kid's first name is Jazz. Jazz. I think that's Jazz Chisholm. <laughs> yes. It's kind of a neat Chisholm. first name. Chaz Jism. Nope. Now there he called him Chism. Chaz. It's Jazz. Yeah, he got it. He he reversed it. <laughs> is that what he did? Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> Listen, when I when I watch that game, I'm like, who is this? And he's probably been there all year. I have no idea. That's some name. My God. That was funny. Jerry, a few weeks down, I'm gonna ask you for a buzz no buzz for the future. Okay. A future buzz no buzz. This is not happening tonight. This is not happening this weekend. All right. But it's got potential for buzz no buzz in the a couple weeks. Start of the hockey season in December? No, okay. no, 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 All right. no. If the Bears continue with quarterback Nick Foles as they are going to this week, yeah, and they continue for a couple weeks, oh, I don't with care, Nick about Foles, it. yeah, there will be a rematch with Tom Brady. They're Bears, Bucks, they're different teams. Buzz, no buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. No buzz. So different. Teams. I'm going to put you down for no buzz. No, they're different teams. Injury, it's a cool story. I'll give you that. It'll be a but cool buzzworthy. Like, um, not buzzworthy. Will it be a cool? Uh, all the pregame shows will be doing it. But I hate that. Like, re- <laughs> you know what I love? A team. I know we got to take a break. I know they're going to send Boomer down to to uh, the Chicago. This is <laughs> talk to Nick Foles. That's kind of like when you see you know Team A played Team B in the World Series in 1977. <laughs> this year they're there. It's a rematch. Yeah. No, it's not. All those players are dead, and this is this is 40 years later. Come on. I think I would take Nick Foles to beat Tom Brady again. He's going to be Nick Foles. Where's is like the game? Eli Manning. I don't think the Bears are very good. I, I don't know where that game is. I think the Bucks are better than the Bears. Wilson. How do you not know? You brought it up. We got to take know, a break. I know, but it, it's so, such the future. That's future problems. We got a couple. Yeah, that's true. Future Al issues. Future Al problems. <laughs> Prior Al issues were him trying to do the show from the Atlantic Ocean. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up, and we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Right now, though, we have a Radio.com Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence talking about the Stanley Cup. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, this portion brought to you by 877-8-ABUSE. You get your Boomer and Geo coming up momentarily. Chiefs won, Yankees, Indians tonight. Lightning, Stanley Cup champs. What else, What else, Al? Al? Did we lose him again? Oh, no. Wow. Boy, this has been a rough go of it for Al. So if you weren't... Good thing uh, we're out of time. The 0-1. Oh. Line like a bullet base hit over third down the left field line. 